Hello listeners in the past episode you have listened about the relationship of Swami Vivekananda and his guru Sri Ramakrishna and in this episode you are going to listen about the wandering monk a remarkable change of outlook came over Narendra Nath between the closing of 1888 when he first left on his temporary excursions and 1890 when he parted finally from the brethren and traveled alone as an unknown mendicant he began to assume various names in order to conceal his identity so that he might be swallowed up in the immensity of india now it was that the natural desire of an indian monk for a life of solitude gave way to the precise that he was to fulfill a great destiny that this was not the life of an ordinary radical struggling for personal salvation under the influence of this burning desire to know india better and mute appeal rising all around him from oppressed india he first went to varanasi the holiest city of the hindus after varanasi he visited lucknow agra vrindabad hatras and rishikesh and then returned to baranagore for a time at hatras he met sarachandra gupta who became his first disciple who is also called as swami sadananda he revealed to him the mission entrusted to him by his master namely the spiritual regeneration of india and the world sarath who was on the staff of the railway station at hatras resigned his post and followed his guru to help him in his mission an important event in the swami's life at this time occurred in 1890 when he met pauhari baba of gazipur for whose saintliness he had the greatest admiration throughout his life at this time he was torn between the desire on the one hand to become absorbed in the eternal silence of the absolute and on the other hand the desire to fulfill his master's mission He hoped that Pauhari Baba would appease the remorse gnawing at his heart which was due to the fact that forever for the highest absorption in the divine drew him away from the work entrusted to him by his master for 21 days Narayan was on the point of yielding to this temptation but the vision of Sri Ramakrishna always came to draw him back In July 1890 the Swami took leave of Sri Sarada Devi the holy consort of Sri Ramakrishna who was the spiritual guide of the young monks after the master's passing away he also took leave of his brother monks with a firm resolve to cut himself free from all the ties and to go into the solitude of the Himalayas for he felt it is essential to be alone in the words of Romain Rolland This was the great departure like a diver he plunged into the ocean of India and the ocean of India covered his tracks among its flotsam and jetsam he was nothing more than one nameless sanyasin in saffron robe among a thousand others but the fire of genius burned in his eyes he was a prince despite all disguise His wandering took him to various places of pilgrimage and historical interest in Uttar Pradesh, Rajasthan, Gujarat, Maharashtra, Mysore, Kerala, Madras and Hyderabad. Everywhere the glory of ancient India vividly came before his eyes, whether political, cultural or spiritual. In the midst of this great education, the abject misery of the Indian masses stood out before his mind. He moved from one princely state to another everywhere to explore avenues of mitigating their lot. Thus, 
he came to meet many leading personalities and rulers of the princely states among them maharaja ajit singh of kethri became his fast friend and ardent disciple at alwar he studied the mahabhashya of patanjali at pune he stayed with bal gangadhar tilak the great national leader at first tilak talked with the swami somewhat ironically but later his depth of learning and profundity of thought impressed him and he invited the swami to stay with him from there after a stay at belgaum he went to bangalore and mysore the maharaja of mysore gave him the assurance of financial support to enable him to go to the west to seek help for india and to preach the eternal religion from mysore he visited trivandrum and kanyakumari wherever he went it was not the important places and people that impressed him most it was the terrible poverty and misery of the masses that caused him his soul to burn in the agony he had traveled through the whole of india often on foot for nearly 3 years coming to know the country at first hand now he had reached the end of his journey as it were he pos- he prostrated himself with great feeling before the image of mother kumari at kanyakumari temple then he swam across the sea to a rock of the south coast and sitting there for the whole night went into deep meditation the vast panorama of his experiences during his travels passed before his mind's eye he meditated on the past the present and the future of india the causes of her downfall and the means of her recursion he then took the momentous decision to go to the west to seek help for the poor of india and this gave shape to this to his life's mission with this decision he journeyed to rameswaram and madurai he then went on to madras where a group of angmen headed by alsinga perumal were eagerly wait, awaiting his arrival to them he revealed his intention of visiting america to attend the parliament of religious that was being converted at chicago his young disciples both with raised a subscription for his passes but the swami was not yet certain that it was the divine mother's will that he should go and so he asked them to give away the money to the poor at this juncture the swami had a symbolic dream in which sri ramakrishna walked out into the sea and beckoned him to follow this coupled with the blessings and permission of sri sarada devi who also in a dream had received sri ramakrishna's consent settled the question for him and his young friend again set about collecting the necessary funds He next paid a short visit to Hyderabad then while arrangements were being made for his journey to America there came a sudden invitation from the Maharaj of Kethri to attend celebrations in connection with the birth of his son the swami could not refuse this invitation from his disciple the maharaja received him cordially and promised to help him in every possible way and it was here at his suggestion that the swami assumed the name vivekananda true to his word the maharaja sent his personal secretary with the swami to equip him for the journey and see him off at bombay his journey to america commenced on 31st may 1893 so this was about the wandering monk thank you wait for the next episode